What's up, guys? Welcome to Cooler Conversations, the podcast culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're not so new, welcome back. And if I'm welcoming you back, then be sure to leave a review or hit us up on the social media pages and let me know what you like about the show. Before we jump into this episode, I'd like to take a moment to thank and talk about both of today's local sponsors. I'd like to introduce our first sponsor, Dr. Andy from Cardinal Chiropractic and Sports Recovery. Dr. Andy specializes in helping runners, CrossFitters, and anyone else who loves a fitness lifestyle feel better, move better, and have more energy. He's actually helped a few of my close friends with some of their aches and pains as well, and listeners of this podcast can get 15% off a dry needling package if they mention this podcast by name. So if you want to feel your best, check them out on Instagram at Cardinal Cairo Sports, on Facebook, or their website at www.cardinalchirosports.com. Again, that is a 15% off a dry needling package when you mention this podcast by name. Our second sponsor of the day is Alamance Coffee Works. AKW is all about connecting through coffee, offering coffees from all the major producing regions to making local connections. AKW wants to enjoy coffee with other people. Speaking of those local connections, Alamance Cafe Works has collaborated with local nonprofits to raise funds for the I Will Survive 5K, benefiting cancer survivors and the Alamance Regional Medical Center Charitable Foundation. On a day-to-day basis, their local shop, the Converge Coffee Bar, have meeting rooms that are free to reserve for meetings and work, along with their signature brew, offering gluten-free items, toasts, smoothies, and teas. What makes AKW and Converge unique is that they do three things well. They roast their own coffee, value creativity in creating amazing seasonal offerings while staying true to the coffee and building relationships with people and local businesses. And as an added bonus, listeners of this podcast will receive 25% off their purchase at checkout when they use promo code COOLER, that is C-O-O-L-E-R, on their website, akwcoffee.com. Again, that is 25% off your purchase when you use promo code COOLER, at checkout at akwcoffee.com. So thank you again to both of our sponsors. Links to both of them will be in the description. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Welcome to Cooler Conversations. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. Today's guest is five foot tall, wearing a sweater, and I literally couldn't think of a description, so I'm just ad-libbing most of this. Um, yeah, we've been dating for, what, five years? That's where we're at. Yep. This is Tweet Tran, by the way. Hi. Uh, we just kind of got off uh, a little tangent. I think she got a little bit mad at me. Why are you nervous about this? You've been on like three episodes. I know, but... It just makes me nervous talking, knowing I'm being recorded and then knowing it's going to be broadcasted out there for everyone to hear. This is why I wanted you to sign that. Uh, that no, dis- I don't. I'm not going to tell you what to put and what I just I'm public speaking. This is public speaking. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, one of the reasons why I brought you on uh-huh. again. Well, we were going to do this again. We're probably going to do this monthly, hopefully at some point. Uh, we got a lot of uh, feedback, positive feedback uh, about our episode together because one, we were in person. We don't rarely get episodes in person with people, mm-hmm. and two, uh, there's uh, there's like a chemistry. I think it's between us. I think there's a little bit of chemistry there. Hopefully, <laughs> That'd be a, this five years would be a sham. Yeah, 
Uh, so 2021, we've kind of gone into things. And the biggest thing I wanted to talk about with you, and I've got a whole gambit of topics, and I've told you beforehand, but uh, you started your very own business. Yeah, I did. Could you tell me what it is as if I don't already know what it is? <laughs> yeah, so I started a small business. Uh, it's called Tweez Motifs. And right now I make polymer clay earrings. Um, literally started as a hobby because of COVID and quarantine. And then it, you know, I turned hobby into small business. So that's where we're starting. Um, hoping to venture out a little bit later once I get my feet wet being a small business owner. But yeah, it's been a week now since I officially launched my Etsy shop. So that's it. It's only been a week. You've been yeah. making these forever, though. I have. Um, but I'd made them and just pretty much gifted them to everybody for like the past year. It's not a very good business model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was um, spending a lot of money on it and yeah. yeah, not getting any return. The return was, you know, making people's day by giving them things handmade by me. So, I mean, it's been a week since you've launched, but you, it's we've been talking about it behind the scenes and everything for like three to five months. Mm-hmm. So have you hit any like learning curves, major ones? Yeah. I mean, I think there are several learning curves when it comes to small business and it's one um, inventory, taking yeah. inventory. And it's not just the inventory of things you have, but like the things that you make, but like not buying more, I don't know, like packaging material than you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's little things like that. And then, Thinking of ways to improve, like, my process. So, like, how I ship things and the way I package things. Because long-term thinking, I want to be conscious about the way, like, I, I package things. Like, less plastic, less waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. And then, of course, like, techniques. I mean, techniques have been the biggest learning curve with this. And it's like, you know, you try things and they don't work. Um, like, one of the things that was... That happened with one of my like, my first orders was um, they got the earrings and the backs fell off. And that freaked, like, that just freaked me out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. Like, this is my fault. Like, I should have, you know, really looked into the glue. And um, luckily, it was, like, a really close friend. And she, like, she didn't, you know, make a huge deal out of it. I want to return. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just, like, things like that. I'm like, okay, well, I know you know, to not use that specific glue anymore and, you know, look up better techniques to make things like make the metal bind to the clay. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And then just learning techniques, getting creative, um, you know, with designs. And I think the thing about, um, like this business in particular, and I think you can think about this with any small business is trying to stay true to yourself and not follow all the trends that you see. Because I mean, I'm, Honestly, there's a ton of polymer clay um, small businesses out there, and they make earrings. Some people make other things, and it's easy to be influenced by what you see, and you're like, oh, like, why didn't I think of that? Or should I incorporate this somehow into, you know, my business? And I think it's easy to fall into that trap. And, and I think it's the same for, like I said, any business. I mean, I think in the even in the influencer world, it's like you're influenced by what other people are doing, and then you feel like you have to do it, and then you slowly start to like lose yourself and lose, you know, your mission or your values just to mm-hmm. mold into what is trending right now. So I think that's another thing is like, I want to make sure that 
things that I bring into my shop are like true to who I am and yeah. not just like another trend basically. Uh, one thing we were talking about, we've talked about this a lot and I, I, I'm going to take a little segue here for anyone that's listening. This isn't a exclusive small business podcast. So if you're just listening to this just because, Oh, it's another small business. We're going to talk about other things after this, right? I've got segments. Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> talking about, uh, this, um, cause you're doing the health, you're still doing the health coaching mm-hmm. thing. You have the certification. Yeah. What is it about, uh, making the earrings, doing the crafts that, um, that's far more, I don't want to, it's not like it's more appealing, but mm-hmm. it's, it's hitting a different embodiment. If I, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is like, so like I, I do want to coach people because I've always wanted to help people in some way or form. I mean, I went to school to be an occupational therapist. Like I got my undergrad in rec therapy mm-hmm. and I knew I always wanted to help people in some way and being the, I don't know if people are into it, but being the Enneagram that I am, which is a number nine, I'm like the peacemaker, you know, always looking for harmony um, I think that speaks to who I am and my personality and things that I'm passionate about. Like I'm definitely passionate about helping other people in their own lives because the thing that stuck with me most of my undergrad was enhancing um, people's quality of life. Mm-hmm. And we use recreational therapy as that. Like that's why I made, like that's why we majored in rec therapy is you're using recreation as a form of therapy to enhance my quality of life. So you can kind of, you know, cross that over into health coaching. Um, and my, my goal as a health coach would be to holistically coach you, yeah. not just, you know, on like, I l- couldn't give you a diet because mm-hmm. I'm not licensed and I'm not, you know, I don't have the credentials to tell you what to eat on your diet, Yeah, but I can help you, you know, figure out things that work for you and things that don't work for you. The point is like meeting you exactly where you are yeah, and then kind of developing from there yeah, and holding you accountable. So I knew I always wanted to help people, which is why I went back to get my health coach certificate, something I could kind of build off of instead of like going back for another degree, you know, getting a certificate um, in a field that I would be interested in, which is why I got my health coach certificate. Um, Still definitely want to do that. And I just haven't, I mean, I think when Tweez motifs kind of took off, I kind of put, health coaching on the back burner, mostly because I have two different business pages now. I have Tweez Matifs and then I have Twee of Life. And I wasn't sure how to kind of, you know, when I started blogging over three years ago, it was Tweez Avenue. And like I started as a fashion blogger and I did it because I love being creative. Like that's always been something that I've enjoyed, even as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I was arts and crafts all the way as a kid. And, um, so that's why I started blogging is like, I had a boring eight to five job Monday through Friday that didn't fulfill me. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to start a blog and just use that as a creative outlet. And then kind of from there, it transitioned to, um, I just noticed how much I was consuming and how much it was influencing me to kind of, it was like a keeping up with the Joneses yeah. type of um, market. It was like you had to buy the latest things to have something to talk about or to be relatable. And it was just like I wasn't aligning myself to my values when 
I was Tweez Avenue. And yeah. so that's why I left, you know, social media, took a year off and then came back and knew that I was like, there's more to this. I just feel like there's more to this whole thing, which is why I rebranded as Twee of Life. But then I didn't know how to transition from being like a fashion blogger mm-hmm. into like kind of like wellness and lifestyle. Yeah. Like I haven't figured out how to transition from that as far as like my page, what I post. And I know at the end of the day, it's like my page. I should post what I want. Who cares what other people think? But at the same time, I want to make sure I'm staying authentic mm-hmm. and being true to myself. So health coaching is definitely still there. But with Tweez Motifs, it's just different. Like it's, it is really hitting my creativity. I'm working with my hands. Um, you know, I'm coming up with designs and ideas in my head and then I'm bringing them to life. Yeah. So it's a different, I mean, it's an art. It really is an art. And I think that's why I've like vested so much more in that is because it's just hitting a different note with me and the season I'm in, in my life right now. Um, rude. (laughs) Getting notifications from other people. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. I'm a very important guy too. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, don't you know how to put your phone on mute? Mine is on silent right now. Oh, I should probably put my phone on silent too. Yeah. Trying to be considerate. I know. You're going to like, you're like talking about like important things and I'm over here just like. You just made me lose my train of thought. We're talking about how. Uh, Anyways. T- okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just hitting that side of creativity. It's like design, art, you know using my hands and making things myself and i think those that just hits a different yeah spot for me yeah I, I'm, I'm the same way and what's interesting is me and you have talked about this we've even had uh individuals tell us that we're lucky that we have something that we uh that we enjoy doing like i mm-hmm. enjoy doing this podcast more mm-hmm. so than i enjoy doing other things like going to work and yeah showering. i think that i think you and i both like <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, three for a loop for that one. Yeah. So I think that with us is like, it, I, you know, we've talked about this. I really do think that there were definitely, there's been, you know, shitty things that have happened with COVID for sure. I mean, yeah. 2020 was a dumpster fire. I think everybody can agree to that, but can I, can I take it? It's kind of funny that you came back from Instagram. I did. I literally came back like in February, you caused late this. February. And I was like, I'm back for my hiatus. I'm, I'm going to own this year. Yes. going to be Lies. my year. Boom. Pandemic happened. And like ever since it happened, I just like kind of have, I think everybody's suffered from this, but you're just figuring out your way through living through a pandemic with everything else going on in the climate yeah, and just trying to stay like, grounded yeah um which has been really challenging so what the hell are we talking about well here's here's what's interesting. oh oh oh, oh i know what that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um my point was um so the whole pandemic i think it's been a blessing blessing for us because you really kicked off cooler conversations and i mean that's the name of the show that's this one yes <laughs> God, you're so annoying sometimes. So you kicked <laughs> off cooler conversations. Yeah, it is this show that we're on right now. It's recording. a Family Guy joke where they say the name of the thing in the episode. Oh, I don't watch Family Guy. I didn't. It's been a long time. Go Anyways, um, so yeah, I think that you know you kicked off with cooler conversations, and then I dabbled in things that 
you know, I had all this extra free time and I was like, oh, what can, you know, what can I do with all this extra free time that I have? Yeah. And that's when I started, I started painting. I started, you know, dabbling with clay. Um, you know, I loved arts and crafts as a kid. I mean, I always took art in middle school and high school. And I think that, you know, looking back on your childhood and remembering what were things that you really enjoyed as a kid growing up. Yeah. You know, and those were things that I did. I loved drawing. I loved painting. I loved Play-Doh. Like, you know, I loved just being creative as a kid and, you know, using my mind to make things. What? Are you a psychic? No. I get what you're saying. Just the <sighs> way your just the way your eyes went. It was just like <laughs> Whatever. Um anyways, yeah, I think that's what we did. I think that we reverted back not consciously yeah. i don't think we consciously were like oh what did i like doing as a kid no it was like what were thing what what's something i can do with this extra time that yeah i don't normally have time to do you know like i had extra time because i was not commuting to and from work every day that's an hour every single day 30 minutes there 30 minutes back and then you know the hour i would spend getting up and getting ready in the morning so i'm getting so much more time back in my day you know, being more productive on lunch breaks, though I have my evenings to do things. Um, I think that's what sparked us is like, how can we fill this additional time that we have right now? And I think that's how, you know, your podcast came to, for, for, what is it, fruition? Fruition, yes. <laughs> I was going to say fruition. Fruition. <laughs> and then obviously like me dabbling in, I guess like, Crafts. I guess you could say crafts. It was crafts. Yeah. Yeah, It's what I think is funny is um, we went down avenues that we enjoyed doing as kids. Like you said, you you enjoyed uh, creating things as a kid. I remember specifically being, like I've said this before, and I'm going to say it on the podcast, I was the weatherman in my elementary school where mm-hmm. I was on TV and I would mm-hmm. talk to the masses in the elementary school, what the weather would be. And I didn't know it. I'd have to Google it. Yeah. I wasn't actually a weatherman. And then I would record myself on a little uh, cassette tape and me and my brother would record ourselves just saying stupid jokes mm-hmm. and trying to make funny voices. And it's crazy how it sounds simple. It sounds dumb. It sounds, uh, it sounds childish, but it's mm-hmm. like, how can you extend that? How many people started a blog or considered themselves a blogger, but hate writing? Mm-hmm. that's what I don't understand. How many people who are quote unquote influencers mm-hmm. now who say that they are bloggers, but the last time they wrote something that they enjoyed, mm-hmm. let alone write something yeah. was what? Six months ago or something right. like that. Or they want it. They just want to influence literally dig into this is, you know, for the audience, dig into your memories, dig into like what it is that you enjoy. It's, I may not do podcasting in like five years. Who knows? You may not enjoy being every bit of the, you know, supply chain. I take everything as a season. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know where I'll be and what I'll be doing in five years. And I know that everything is temporary and nothing is forever. So who knows? But I just know right here, right now, in this season that I'm in right now, this is what I enjoy. But I think it's a good starting point Mm -hmm. that people start with what they enjoy doing. Yeah. And then branch off. If you enjoyed playing with mud, maybe you should work it like as a contractor or something. Work in like yeah, a or work as a gardener, gardener or something. Not like, a contractor. Not a, you don't have to work as these things. You can just take up things as hobbies. Yeah. You know, like take on 
plants, like get you a few plants or I don't know, like do a home renovation. That was another big thing that people did, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, co- you know, during COVID, during quarantine is home renovations. And some people found that they loved that. They loved renovating like their bathroom or, you know, making, I mean, I think out of 2020, it was, you know, we saw the shutdown of everything, but I've also seen a ton of growth in business, like a ton of people starting their own yes. small businesses of things that they're making. They're like right. the makers of 2020, basically. I mean, I've seen obviously polymer clay businesses. I've seen like people, you know, do, um, I think it's called macrame. It's like the yarn, the yarn things. Yeah, that, I get what you're saying. Like yeah. you, that you see hanging on the walls. Like mm-hmm. I've seen people do that. I've seen people do um, like resin businesses or just start their own boutiques. I mean, I really do think it's, it was the year of, you know, people tapping into those things. Yeah. So. Well, it's like uh, there was a void of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people filled it. Now, some people did fill it with just Netflix. I mean, Netflix had some good documentaries and yeah. good movies on there. But, you know, some of us were being productive. Like, I literally was unemployed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that sucks. But, you know, you fill it with whatever you can. Yeah. And I think it's different for everybody. It's not you need to fill that time with an activity that, you know, that's going to get like take off and turn into a business. It's, you don't need to make money. with Yeah. And some people, I mean, some people who didn't have, I think the other thing about, you know, COVID is like, we have always been molded as as a society to be like, go, 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 yeah, go, 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 go. Like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Okay. What's next? What's next? You know, 2020, everybody pretty much had to slow down and embrace the present and like embrace the small things. You just spend more time with your loved ones doing things with your love. I mean, it's like we've said, I mean, I've seen more teenagers like out and about just walking around like the neighborhood or being at parks. And I'm like, you wouldn't normally see that, Mm -hmm. you know, if it weren't for a pandemic and people were forced to like, you know, or Pokemon go. Yeah. Well, besides Pokemon (laughs) go, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. people are doing doing things that, you know, they otherwise would not have time to do pretty much because they've been forced to kind of. When this thing ends, because I do believe it's all going to end at some point. Uh-huh. I'm not one of those doomsdayers. Um, do you think it's going to be like an overcorrection for those people that kind of have not taken this time to do things it's going to be like this mad rush like oh my god i got to do something now because i feel like like let's say let's say you progress and then someone's watching you progress but then they don't realize how far you've progressed and Mm -hmm. then let's say the year 2022 happens which it will but when it happens and this is all over do they look at you and go oh my god how did this happen how did they go through this grind and then it's just like an over everyone starts a netsy shop everyone starts a podcast everyone starts maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what will happen. I don't know either. And that's one thing that COVID has taught me is like, I don't even know what's going to happen three months from now. I mean. I do. Everything that has happened has been such a surprise in the past year. I'm just like, who freaking knows what 2022 is going to be like or what the next three months or four months is going to be. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just being more present. Yeah. Do you have anything... We're going to segue okay. into some other topics. I'm going to save this one. And uh, 
as far as January as a whole mm-hmm. for 2021, what have you liked? What have you disliked about this year? Um, so I mean, far? January has been without freaking getting, crazy. Without cherry picking from the news. Yeah, obviously. Um, I think January provided more hope for me. Like as much as a, I feel like everybody uses this term and it's going to get really old really quick, but it, as much as a dumpster fire that January was, um, I do think there is hope. That's what I got from it. Just, yeah. just by seeing um, people banding together and, you know, just change. The stock I, market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm super jealous of that. I think a lot of people are. I wish I had friends who told me, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah. All I have is you. Enough friends to put a dent on a stock. Yeah. What stock could we start to put a dent on via this podcast? I don't know. I mean. How about you become a publicly traded company? <laughs> okay. And then we'll uh, we'll buy it up. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, GameStop was one of those you know, retail stores that everybody thought was going to die like all the others. But I saw, I showed you the meme. It was the, uh, GameStop helped the nine year olds. And now that they're 19, mm-hmm. they have helped GameStop. Yep. No, it's just crazy. I mean, it's just like a huge monumental thing that's happened. You know what else I liked about January? Huh. The Godzilla versus King Kong trailer. Oh yeah. Yep. You know what's funny is that you weren't into all these movies wasn't. before we started dating. No. I wasn't into Marvel. I wasn't into anime. And I was not into the Godzilla movies until we started dating. Do you ever think back and just go, man, really glad I met this guy. <laughs> he showed me some great things. Yeah. I feel like we've balanced. You've showed me great things. I've showed you great things. So That's true. That's how we work. That is how we work. That's how a good relationship works. That's how five-year relationships work. Yeah, that's how they all work. What? (laughs) I was being sarcastic. Oh. (laughs) Uh, What else have you hated or liked about uh, January? I got one big one. What? Uh, Photo dumps. Okay, what do you mean by that? All right, so you know how like everyone is now just posting... Like, it'll be like, oh, photo dump from the past weekend where they just post all 12 pictures that they took and they post it on Facebook or they post it on Instagram. Oh, that's a thing? Yeah, it's called photo dumping. Oh. I hate it. Why? Because just go buy a freaking uh, flash drive like a normal person and store it on there. Instagram and Facebook are not your photo savers. Well, I'm just like, well, I mean, that's essentially what... I mean, that's what we used to do back in the day on Facebook is we'd upload a whole album of like completely pointless pictures just to upload them. Like, you know what I mean? I like, know. I have so many albums on my Facebook of just like some probably pretty embarrassing photos. But I mean, I'm just like, I didn't know that was a trend though. It is. It's, <laughs> I think it's here to stay because people are just like, cause it's, you know how like Instagram's algorithm, it's like mm-hmm. if you pass one picture and it's on a carousel, mm-hmm. the next time you cross, you scroll past, it's going to be the second one. Next time you go past, oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be the third one. So essentially it's what it does. This is my perception is it just keeps your pictures on the algorithm mm-hmm. that people constantly have something new to look gotcha. at via your page. Huh? So I think it's a ploy. I did not know that. Lazy. Man, I have 
When did that start as a trend? Because I noticed it honestly in December, but I've seen a lot of people do it now to like, I'm like, I've seen some people like take, like have a post of like nine pictures, like in a carousel, but I didn't think of anything of it. It'd be like nine random pictures. So I was like, Oh, they're just uploading pictures. They're not even good pictures. But look at what Instagram was back in 2012. I know. There's a reason it's not 2012 anymore. <laughs> we are looking for fake changed pictures. I want to see. No, I want to see. We want less of fake. We I, want more reality, not what you see. Not perfect little boxes. I want to see more pictures of people with their fake expectations of life. <sighs> I want to look at people's lives and go, oh my God, they're better than mine. No. And then fall into a depression. No. That's what I want. That's what I've been conditioned to do. I don't need to see photo dumps in your uh, your non-perfect, non-angular photos. Well, I beg to differ with you. It's a joke. You can't even play into the sarcasm oh. here. Well, I couldn't tell that you were joking. It's pretty good, though. Anyways. There's a reason they're called dumps. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, I've been talking about five-year relationships. Congratulations to all 25 of our close friends for apparently deciding in the same month to get engaged. Mm-hmm. So a round of applause to them. Woo! This, this went from, like, motivational to just not. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to take the first hit on uh, why, why we're not going to anytime soon? Well... I know it's a question that we get. Um, just like people will question if we're still together because we it's never post. <laughs> because we never post together. Um, yeah, I just think that I think to each their own, you know, if you feel like you're ready to take that next step. I just know for you and I, speaking for you and I, I'm not speaking for everybody else, but we just both know that we are not in that place to get married. Um, you know, I... Don't want to get married when we're both not, you know, 100% financially ready to take that next step. And, um, I mean, yeah, we've been together for almost five years, but I feel like we both know that we, you know, want to spend the rest of our lives with each other. It's just we are very non-traditional when it comes to things. And I just think that we do what works for us and we don't you know, want to put pressure. I mean, we've had talks about marriage and, you know, how old am I? 28. <laughs> um, I mean, like yes. if you'd say like, I don't know, like f- six, seven years ago. Yeah. I, w- I thought that I wanted, you know, to be married by a certain age, but as I've gotten older, I just see the manipulation of like society telling you that That's you have. Right. Okay, (laughs) the society tells you that you need to be married by 25, you need to own a house by 27, you need to have kids by 29, like, F that, like, I'm not, what? The way you're describing it, which I agree with, it's just, uh, it sounds, it makes it sound like we just have a lot of, like, teen angst, like, the the society is trying to dictate. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying it is, like, you know, society influences a lot of things, and that's definitely something that has always bugged me as an individual is, like, I hate having the pressure of society. Like, we all have our own shit to deal with. Like, we don't need to put more pressure on ourselves because we feel like we're running out of time, that we have to follow this exact timeline like everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, 
And I feel like you and I are very non-traditional in that, you know. And again, this is speaking on us. It's not speaking for everybody else. Um, So I just feel like, you know, we have both agreed that when I think of marriage, I usually think, like, that's when I know that we're ready to settle down. You know, we're ready to, you know, start a family. That's what I think of with with marriage. Um, Like, I know that we both want to spend our lives together, but I don't feel like in order to lock it in and, you know, be set in stone, we have to get married as soon as possible. I'm like, no, like we've been to get, like, what else do we need to do to prove to each other that we love each other? Like, I don't need, um, you know, yeah, like a marriage for that. I do want to get married eventually, but I'm not rushed to get married. I want to spend the rest of our lives together. I just don't want to spend $30,000. And this may sound like a miser, but I don't want to spend $30,000 on a freaking party. Yeah. Unless it's Project X, it's not going to be that exciting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, If you walked into a wedding, which we have. We've walked into a lot of weddings. We've walked into a lot of weddings. Um, Have you ever looked around... And said, I, a lot of people may get mad at this. You ever said, uh, this doesn't look like it's $30,000 worth of wedding. I don't really, I mean. I don't even know how, I assume every wedding now is $30,000. I don't pay attention to a lot of that. I do. Um, well, yeah. I just, I have enough debt. And that's just speaking on, I'm speaking for myself. I have enough debt. <laughs> I really do. Like these student loans are going to be with me forever. I'll travel the world with thirty thousand dollars. That would be awesome. You could buy a third world country with thirty thousand dollars. No, I don't know, but that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I mean, if you got it, do it. It's all you. Yeah, but Heck yeah, most of the people we know, they don't got it. I mean, if you can find a way to get it, that's true. Drugs. All right. Stock market. Whatever. GameStop. (sighs) So jumping from there, uh, this is the one thing me and you have talked a lot about uh, because we're just hitting a gambit of conversation today. Let's talk. uh, Let's talk uh, good old Harry Potter. Uh Let's talk good old Harry Potter here. Uh, Twee has been reading the books for the first time in her uh, ever life. No. Okay. So I read book one through three in like middle school. Got it. And then I never read beyond that. So the past year, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to read all of them. Now I'm on the last one. And I just am frustrated at Hollywood because they ruined a lot of things for me. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. Let me tell you what. So you're on you're on book what? The last one? Mm-hmm. So we haven't even finished yet. Yeah. The movies suck when you read the books. I know. They really do. Absolutely and it sucks do. because, like, I love the movies. But, like, Hollywood literally changed so much in Harry Potter. And it makes me mad. Because I'm like, you had a perfectly great story. Yeah. And you just had to change some things. My biggest qualm or is... Or leave out some really important things. Yeah. My biggest qualm is when they leave out details or they put in details that it's like you couldn't just left the first one in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think. Uh, we talked about this, like uh, like hair color on certain things, mm-hmm. or like what am I think? What am I thinking of? What's the one thing we were just talking about? 
What? It was like talking about Harry Potter and talking about how they like changed one specific scene. Well, they changed. Um, well, first of all, Draco's mother had white hair just like Draco. And, and they gave her father. a black strap. They gave her a strand. black strand. Um, the other thing is, what was the other thing? Like, what is the point of that? I don't know. It was just little things like that. God. And then um, I'm like drawing like brain farts right now. It's amazing what a what a mic in front of your face does to you. Yeah. I, this is what happens. But like there's a ton like so I'm on the last book and the wedding was a whole big ordeal. Like when Harry gets to the Weasleys, um, you know, it was days and days that were drawn out. Like yeah. the first a uh, like one fourth of the book is the wedding. Like the whole preparing for the wedding for Bill and Fleur. Huh? $30,000 wedding. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> um, no, and it's things like that. And then what else was it? I mean, there was like so many things that I've like brought up to you that frustrated me that Hollywood left out. My One of my biggest things in the last book is all of Voldemort's backstory. Like I wish that Hollywood would have put those into the movies because I mean, Voldemort was a huge part of the story, too. And all in the last book, I mean, they, they obviously had the flashback of him, like, you know, yeah, as an orphan. But you didn't see any flashbacks as to how his mother met his father, you know, who his family was, you know, um, how he was so suave. And so he was, he was very good-looking and very manipulative. Like, his whole backstory and how he got to who like where he was with being Voldemort and how his face started changing because he was ripping his soul apart you know in the books it talks about how it changes you it will physically change you because you're not as a person you're not supposed to rip your soul into pieces yeah um so it's just like things like that that frustrated me and I was like this is huge this is huge information this is key information like why would you leave stuff like that out of the movies yeah, I think uh, I, I don't want to go too much into it because I feel like me and you could talk for an hour. Yeah. Which, now that I think about it, once you finish the book, we're going to do a Harry Potter specific. So what yeah. we'll do is we'll you read the books, then we're going to go through the movies, and we're going to have to write down like, yeah, what we don't gonna like. Yeah, because they're going to do us. They're doing like a, HBO's doing a, um, is it a spinoff or? I don't know if it's a sequel, a prequel, or a spinoff. I know Lord of the Rings is They're doing a prequel. They're going to ruin it no matter what they do. Yeah, I don't trust J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I mean, you have talked about this. I think that she wrote the books. I think she was possessed by like a really creative demon mm-hmm. that is really good at writing fiction. And then it left her. Yeah. And then she was like, uh, Harry Potter is... He's got five fingers, but nine toes. Like, she'll be writing some nonsense about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, we're going to have to talk about just every individual Harry Potter. We will, whenever I finish. What do you mean, whenever? I mean, I You got to do it now. I can't finish right now. You can't finish by the end of February. Oh, I could probably, I don't know. I might could finish. Are you kidding me? It's a damn book. I know, but I don't read it every single night. What books are you going to read next? I want to read more personal development books next. I have I've only read Harry Potter for the past like eight months, so I want to read some. Like what? What are you going to read? Um. Well, I need to read Atomic Habits. 
that's been on my list for a while. And then I want to read Do Nothing. Um, and my favorite, by the yeah. way. Really yeah, good. and I recommended that. I, I, it's funny, it's because I normally you, get your book recommendations normally, and then so you didn't read it. I That's, didn't read it yet. Uh, I want to read it. Here's a really good book. No, oh, what's I it heard about? it was good for my coworker. <laughs> Anyways, I heard it was good for my coworker, and I wasn't reading it yet. So I actually read five to chapter five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with Atomic Habits. And then and my mind went wandering off. So I need to be mentally in the right space whenever I read them. Um, and I also don't want to read them before bed because I don't retain any of that information whenever I read it before bed. When is your optimal time to read? Morning? In the morning. Yep. When was the last time you read in the morning? Last weekend. Yeah. What was last weekend? My I don't mom's remember. birthday. I don't remember you reading in the morning. You worked all last weekend. Oh. Oh, so <laughs> quote unquote, I read when you're not here. I do. When you're, when you go to work, cause my mornings are different when you're working, I will make my cup of coffee and I will sit on the couch because it's peace and quiet in my house. Are you happier when I'm at work? No. <laughs> Your voice went into like a higher octave. Surprise. No, I'm just saying that's like what my routine is in the mornings on the weekends when you're at work. Yeah. So, and then I read and I write when I read. Like right now I'm reading um, a leadership book by Evan, is it Evan McMichael? I feel like I made that up. He's like, he's got like a shaved head. He has a YouTube channel. He's always posting like inspirational stuff. If you saw it, you would know who exactly who I was talking about. Thinking of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm right going to look this up because. Super motivational bald guy. That's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. That's uh, Tim Ferriss. That's uh, Jocko Willick. That's, uh, I don't know, Drax from. Guardians of the Galaxy. Name? Oh, I'm on the wrong Instagram page. I need to go to Tweety of Life. Nothing like an audio experience where you're trying to show me a visual. Yeah. Evan Carmichael. That's let me him. see a picture. This is him. Let me let me see the picture. Oh, he's like one of those people who has just a ton of infographics, like Gary V on his page. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's him. Um, I think I've seen him before. He posts just a lot of inspirational stuff. But anyways, I'm reading one of his leadership books that my um, esthetician gave to me. So, and I've written down a lot of stuff in that. But yeah. that's what I want to do is read like personal development stuff after I'm done with Harry Potter. Take a little bit of a break from Harry Potter. But I do want to read Lord of the Rings. I really want to try it, even though the names are probably really hard to pronounce. Um, yeah, but here's the thing, though. I think the difference is that because we now have the movies, you could go and we have Google. You could just Google the name and give you a visual. Yeah, because like once you know who Arwen is and Aon, they're similar names. Yeah. You just Google the person and go, oh, okay, okay, that's yeah, yeah. the person. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, but I do want to read those too. Yeah. That's on my list. I've got a I've I've got a weird increasing list. I don't understand. Yeah, I want to read The Alchemist too. That's on my list. That's so on my list. I've heard I've heard a ton of good things about The Alchemist. Is it weird that I only want to read it mostly because the name's the Alchemist and there's that anime called The Alchemist? Oh my gosh! No, but I have heard that that book has helped a lot of people take their leap of faith and do 
do the things they've been wanting to do, basically. We did it, though. I know, but I mean, like, I feel like this could, that book could provide more insight. That's true. I've actually taken the extra step in my health coaching. That's true. I don't know what extra step I'm looking to do. I think I'm it. This is it. No, it's not. It's not it. You don't think this is it? No. For me? Recording in your bedroom? Okay. That's a, that's a low blow. <laughs> I do travel with this, though. Yeah. With my little cooler mm-hmm. and the bomb, the yeah. bomb case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we talk about my magic moments or do you yeah. want to leave that? Yeah, do it. Um, so I've been having this weird, I've told you about it and I'm pretty sure I sound like a crazy person, but after talking with Roger and Stephanie, mm-hmm. um, apparently it's an actual thing. It's part of like the manifestation. Yeah. I think that manifestation is real. Except this is creepy. Yeah. Uh, it's called synchronicity. And it's essentially the the definition of synchronicity is essentially that the universe winks at you. And it's super weird, right? It Yeah, I know you're winking at me. But essentially, for example, I was reading one book. I was at my grandparents. I was reading a book on uh, freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Basically like the seven, the seven histories of freedom that kind of have led to America. Yeah. Right? And in one sentence, I'm like halfway in the book. One sentence, uh, it talks about another book, referencing another book called The Law by Mm -hmm. Frederick Bastille. I am sitting alone in a room not filled with books, in a room with chairs, a glass table, everything else, right? Okay, tell me why I look up as I say that. Sounds like a horror story. That's what I'm saying. It literally scared me. I look up from the page. Uh Uh-huh said, Frederick Bastille's The Law. I look up from the page under the glass because it's one of those like tables that has a glass cover and mm-hmm. then it has like a bottom yeah. where they put like a plant or something like that. Next to the plant is Frederick Bastille's The Law. Yeah, that's crazy. It is super weird. There's no other books in the room. There's an old radio and a TV, but just chairs. There's no books. There's no like maps. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Just that book. That was super weird. I've had instances where... Uh, there was that guy, uh, he was the lead guy with the, uh, oh, what's it called? The uh, social media thing. Huh? What's that social media documentary? The social, the social dilemma. dilemma. Uh-huh. Yeah, him. I was reading a chapter right after I just watched it in the uh, Tim Ferriss book I got, which I'm starting to think there's a link with Tim Ferriss here, but uh, I was reading it and he's in the chapter. Huh. I was reading this one lady's suggestions because in the Tim Ferriss book, it breaks it down to the people and who they suggest and what books they read and who yeah. interesting people they talk about. I literally just got done watching the documentary and then I flip open my book and I read it and he's, it he's in the recommendations. Yeah. The book came out three years ago. Wow. That's wild. Those are two instances. I need to start writing I know, these down. You have, you've told me other ones. Yeah, you should totally... Like, write them down. I'm getting freaked out right now. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's like that word that you told me. What's it called? It starts with a T. Uh, talisman. Saying? Yeah, talisman. That happens recently, too. Yeah. Like, I've never heard that word before. Oh. And now it's popped. It's in Harry Potter. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, that was weird because that happened literally like two minutes after I told you about it. Yeah, it was like the next day it started popping up. I was like, whoa. Oh, it was 
Yeah, I was saying, because you didn't know what the word talisman uh-huh. was. I explained it to you because I only know it from Jackie Chan Adventures, yeah. the cartoon. I was like, I've never heard of this And the very word, next page, the very next page or in the book I'm reading. it's my lack of education in, <laughs> <laughs> in vernacular. <laughs> We're actually just learning simple things. Yeah, like you do, you know a lot of words that I've never heard of. Like I just big don't know, words. To, I don't know how to spell them. And I'm like, you drop these big words, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how many times do I have to ask you, like, what does that mean? Because I've never heard of that word. I have to, I have to admit, um, sometimes I get these words wrong when how I use them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do have to admit that. It's uh, like, the way, we've done that before, though. Like, I think I've used a word, and you've been like, mm, is that the right way to use it? And then you'll pull out your phone and look it up, like, look up the meaning of it. And then you'll just piss in my my cornflakes. So I use the the podcast culmination of cool stories and cool people. Uh-huh. For some reason, I thought the word culmination meant together, uh-huh. but it means a peak, a pinnacle. It's used correctly. Uh-huh. Like you can say that it's a culmination because it's a meeting point mm-hmm. of two lines, but I thought it was like a gathering of things. Yeah. I've been using it wrong this whole time in my head, but it sounds good in a sentence. Yeah. So uh, I think I know words. I just put letters together, though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, getting back to synchronicity, I've been uh, super freaked out about that. Um, I was told that I it's more like or what I what it feels like is like breadcrumbs. Yeah. It feels like that I'm picking up breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Now the issue is, am I picking up breadcrumbs for success, or is this like a Hansel and Gretel situation? Where I'm going to get eaten by some witch no, or something. <laughs> no. Well, you've read You Are Badass and you've read Big Magic. So there's definitely some realness to manifestation. And I've never heard of synchron, synchron, synchronicity. Synchronicity. I've never heard of that it's before. It's coined but by uh, Carl Jung. It makes sense, though. Do you want to get even weirder here? I just think if you, like, you believe in the law of attraction, then... So you know I'm a fan of Jordan Peterson. Yes. Jordan Peterson is a student, he didn't really get taught by him, but is a student of Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. Carl Jung coined synchronicity. Hmm. It's all. Everything just. Culminating. <laughs> comes together. Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah, but I sometimes I it, it does but get weird. But it's cool that you pick up on those things. Most people probably don't pick up on those things. Like, I don't That's really. True. I, there may have been some for me, and I just don't pick up on them. So. You don't have the awareness, you don't Yeah, think? Yeah. Because I don't think I'm like, maybe it's because I'm not just not trying to be aware. But I also think that you as a person have, um, you've developed a lot in the past two years. Don't let that go to your head. I wasn't going to let it, I was going to kind of get insulted. What the hell happened in no, two years? No, I'm saying, there's nothing wrong with <laughs> developing. I would hope that every human being tries to develop and grow every every year yeah being a better version of yourself period it's not saying that you're a terrible person it's just saying you're always growing and developing but i think that you have and maybe it's just something throughout your development you're just more keen you know what i mean you Mm -hmm. just are more in sync with those kind of things yeah so well i think this is a, a good start to our new monthly series yeah monthly okay no, we'll I just didn't quarterly. know we were going to do monthly. No, because the last time we tried to talk about this, you're like, uh, I don't know if we're going to do that much. I want to have Trey and Tommy on. Oh, they're on monthly too. 
Okay. So it's it's a Smiley Bros episode monthly. Yeah, but when I brought it up, you're like, I don't know what we were going to talk about. But it seems like we can just talk about anything. That's the point of your freaking podcast. Whoa. Is this your podcast? I don't even know what this podcast is about. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the point. It's just to have open conversations with people. Could you please say that louder? Because people don't understand. The point of Kohler Conversations is to have open conversations with anyone and everyone. Yeah, some people that's, think this is just a small business podcast. It is a, that's what a conversation is. That's what I thought. And you thought of cooler conversations because you're thinking of standing by the water cooler and people just having conversations about random things. Cool things in their life. Cool things in their life. Yeah. I've had people get that mixed up. Well, I think it's because Simpletons for a, listen to this podcast. No, but I was think <laughs> I think that for a while you were only doing small businesses. So I think I'm still only doing small businesses. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's a reason why. It's because for a while you were only talking about small businesses. Yeah. Well, it's like that's like the only cool thing that people have going on. It's it's a, the cool thing to do is to have a small business. Mm-hmm. I guess like if this was like the '90s, the cool thing would be like skateboarding. Yeah. Or picking up basketball at the ymca i don't know i don't i was a child back then yeah working for nickelodeon like i don't know what was cool back then mm-hmm. i guess yeah they would be working for a super big company was mm-hmm. the cool thing that'd be a cool story what yep. do you do but yeah i'm just gonna see where this podcast takes us like i said uh if you're down i'm down for a monthly series yeah i'm down so you got 11 more episodes <laughs> wow that's rude when you well when you put it in that aspect it does sound not a lot. It doesn't. But that's super crazy. Um, oh, please give us uh, your links for your uh, stuff. Oh, okay. So I have two Instagrams. Um, I guess you call it like my, my personal is Twee of Life. Yep. T-H-U-Y is how you spell my name. And then my small business page for my handmade earrings and other designs is Twee's Motifs. Mm-hmm. T-H-U-Y. Motifs motifs um m-o-t-i-f-s awesome cool beans well this was super fun twee mm-hmm. i uh hope that we uh have another episode you yeah. don't flake on me guys if you enjoyed this podcast please share with a friend subscribe and rate this podcast on apple follow us on spotify Follow us on Instagram. It's actually just me, at Cooler Conversations. And as always, like I said, this podcast is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This is Cooler Conversations. Later.